today we're delving into the world of property education, free courses versus paid courses. And yes, of course, we have a good reason. Welcome to Your First Home Buyer Guide, the podcast for first home buyers who want to move it along and become homeowners. But most importantly, it is for home buyers who want to get it right. I'm Megan and that was Veronica. We're both buyers agents and probably old enough to be your mum. And that's a good thing because between us, we've got over 45 years experience to share with you and bucket loads of stories and avoidable mistakes. Together, we're going to make sure you get unbiased and real information you can rely on. We've got loads of free tips for you in this episode. And if you'd like more useful tools, head over to the website homebuyeracademy.com.au. There you'll get access to our free webinar, How to Buy Your First Home with the Right Amount of Debt. You'll also find the holy grail of home buying education, Your First Home Buyer Guide, the online course of people who want to be educated home buyers. We have created this for you to help you get on the right path to home ownership for your first home and beyond. But before we get into the interesting stuff in this week's episode, here's the boring bit, the disclaimer. You of course know that nothing in this podcast is to be taken as personal advice. We always recommend getting the advice of an expert in their field who takes the time to understand your personal situation. We've done our very best to ensure that the content is correct at the time of recording, but things change rapidly. So always check with the relevant government authority or your trusted advisors to get the most up-to-date information. Today we're talking about free courses versus paid courses and before you tune out thinking, oh, these girls, they've got an axe to grind because they're selling a course. Yes, you're right. We are selling a course, but we want to really pull apart what the key differences are between what you get for free and what you pay for and why it might be worth you deciding to pay for good education. All right, over to you, Megan. Why are we talking about free courses versus paid courses? Because there is so much information available on the internet now that it almost feels like all you have to do is Google and you'll get a response. Ask ChatGPT, you'll get a response. Now, the thing that's really interesting about that is when we did our research um, about putting this course together and, and you know, let's go back to the foundations of why we created Homebuyer Academy. And that was because we recognised that first home buyers are the least able to afford a professional experienced buyer's agent, but they are the ones who need the most amount of help. And the reason that we created the course was we wanted to give affordable access to people to be able to educate themselves to do the process really well so they could get through without making rookie mistakes. So in doing our research around, well, who's doing this, who's not doing this, we found a huge amount of free information on the internet. Now, I'm not going to call it a free course. I'm just simply going to call it free information because in most cases, what we found in our research was that these, this information, this online information that's free to you, it's trying to sell something else. It isn't just about educating you. It isn't just about helping you go through the process and have success. It's selling something, Veronica. So you and I, we're huge fans of mortgage brokers, right? We, we recommend that people work with mortgage brokers. Mortgage brokers often have really interesting and often good information about finance because that's what they're selling and that's what their expertise is. 
and and I you know I know that I've learnt some things off you know, googling and finding information, which I then verify through through independent um, people that I know who are experts in their field. But you know some of the things that you've seen online, Veronica, in terms of free courses or free information. Yeah, it's scary because here's the thing, right? Most free information online is designed to sell something else, right? Even the podcast you are listening to this, it's free. And this is designed to give you good information because we are experts, right? And we are only talking about what we know, right? We know the entire buying process from the beginning to the end. We also know the future implications of what you choose now because we've been in this business a long time. We understand how in 10, 20 years' time your life will be different if you buy a better property, right? So we we get all that. So at least our free stuff is on brand and we're only talking about what we know. We bring in experts to talk about other things that are aligned with what we know and uh, additionally, but at the end of the day, this is a free podcast because we're trying to sell you a course because we want to sell you a better way of buying your own home, right? Horse itself isn't selling anything else. Let's make that really clear. That's a very good point. So you pay for the course. It gives you what it says on the tin, which is a step-by-step process to learn how to buy your own home better, right? Whereas a lot of online businesses or any type business are giving you something for free because they want to sell something else. So when you're dealing with the property space, a lot of people are selling something else like finance, for instance. They want to sell their services as a broker, which is great. And it's all very important part of the process, but it's not the entire process. So you will see a lot of free courses that are being offered as a way to get you into their, their network, if you like, or their web so that they can actually sell you what it is they do. Sometimes these free courses sell house and land packages, and that's probably at the most alarming end of the scale, to be quite frank, or, or off-the-plan apartments. Sometimes they are selling, the banks are offering free courses sometimes, you know, once again, because they want to sell you the mortgage. You find that some um, some comparison sites are selling you a free, or giving you, I should say, a free course, because ultimately they are paid for by the people that are paying to advertise on their site. Their referrals. Their referrals, you know, so you're getting you're 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 the product right and there's also real estate agents who put you know how to buy property on their websites because let's face it they want you to feel confident about buying so that it makes their sales job easier even worse when they tell you how to bid at auction don't take sales don't take auction bidding tips from a sales agent for god's sake (laughs) yeah remember what their motivation is their agenda is to sell the property for the highest price it's actually their job their job is to get that property sold, right? And their job is to get you bidding and the, and the job is to get you bidding enough so that it goes over reserve so they can sell it. And it does make me laugh because whenever, and I, I kid you not, I've never heard an auctioneer not give this answer. If someone says to an auctioneer, what's the best way to bid at auction? And they'll say, you bid confidently, go in with a knockout bid. <laughs> I won't start the bidding and uh, you know, we we have our strategies and this is not our, this is not our advice, but Without doubt, it would be, you know, um, start strong, keep bidding strongly and be the last one standing. And that works really well for the seller. Yeah. It does work very well. It doesn't isn't always the best way to approach an auction. So, so what we're trying to say here, free courses have an agenda. They're trying to sell something else. They're usually part of a content strategy, right? It's part of marketing. This podcast is part of our content strategy. We're trying to sell you the education so that you do this properly. We're not offering you a free course, which is a cut down version 
of what you really need to know because we're trying to sell you something else. And so, and I'm unapologetic about that, Veronica. Oh, me too, because you're honestly not going to get better bed information anywhere else. And I can tell you that because A, we're biased, <laughs> B, we're old enough to be your mum, and C, we have been in this business for a long time, a long time. And we've got a lot of students that have done this and they've done it well and they've come out the other side going, wow, that was enlightening. So back to back to free course versus paid, okay? Yes, yes, we've got an axe to grind. Yes, we want you to buy the course, not just to make us lots of money because honestly, we could make a lot more money doing other things. It, this is because we do have a passion to help you. But the other thing is that some of these free courses, yes, they can have good information, um, but you've got to then sort of um, think who did create the, the free course and were they really an expert? Because the problem also is that a lot of this content is created by content um, producers not and writers, not actually by subject matter experts. And that's a big distinction. And increasingly AI, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly hearing a lot more you know, it's it's all through the media and it's all through the circles that I talk through. How are you using it? What are you using it for? Um, and I think, you know, the, the, the greater debate, which we're not having right now, is is how much of what you are reading is actually created by a chatbot or a, or a um, an artificial intelligence that is sourcing information from the internet which doesn't necessarily mean that that information was reliable, verifiable, that was the input to the artificial intelligence that created the, the course or the information. Actually, a data expert said to me that AI lies convincingly, and I think that's got to be very scary. That's interesting way of looking at it. When you think about it, you know, I've punched some questions into ChatGPT and I've been horrified at the answer because it does lie convincing. It sounds very convincing. And all it is doing is scouring what's been put out there. And you need to be a subject matter expert to actually be able to decipher whether it's actually giving you good information or not. So that that's a slightly, you know, slightly off, off topic here. But yes. But I think important, Veronica, because there is so much information out there yeah. that if it isn't coming from an expert then how do you know where it has come from? Yeah, very, very true. And let's face it, back to the content strategy, when you've got a business and you're trying to create free uh, lead magnets is what is the, what the term is so that people will sign up for it. We've got a little free mini course on how to buy a property. It's our lead magnet. That's how you get into our database and, and we send you more information. Hopefully we can convince you that we know what we're talking about and then you buy the course, right? And so all these businesses will have lead magnets. So you've got to be sort of thinking too about Often what you find, what, I, what always amazes me is like I've seen a lot of brokers, for instance, have these sort of mini courses on their websites or, or you know, banks and it's like how to buy a home and it focuses very heavily on the finance bit. It's very light on detail and everything else. And it's important that you do get that finance bit right. Look, don't get us wrong. We don't want to gloss over that. But the thing is that that's not everything you need to know. A bit the same with you know, conveyances or lawyers, for instance. They might have a, a, you know, everything you need to know about the contract for a property. And that's fine because that's very important part of the piece of the puzzle, but it's not the entire, um, the entire process that you need to understand. Building inspectors might also come out with some some little courses about things to look for in, a, in when, an inspection. But once again, it's a tiny piece of the whole puzzle you need the full picture, not just these these aspects of it or these 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 glimpses into bits of it. 
And quite often in property, what, what I do find is that people do think that what their sort of their lane, we keep talking about everybody should stick to their lane. And we do encourage you to build a team. It's a very first step in our course is helping you learn who you need on your side and, and where to get good advisors, right? And we say everybody needs to stick in their lane. But what often happens in property space, you can often have people that step outside of their lane because they think they know more than they do about other aspects, or they think that their lane's the only lane you have to worry about. Either way, it's not good for you. You, it, you need the full picture. Yeah. And, and also, it, you know, sometimes it's with the best intentions. And, and we talk also in the course about knowing who to talk to about which aspect, but also knowing when to kind of turn off the noise and really focus in on what it is that you need for you and what is unique about you. I, I think some, you know, some of the things that I've, I've seen have been really, particularly from mortgage brokers and banks, really, really good information about their area of expertise. But sometimes it's called, you know, the ultimate guide to buying your first home. Yes. But what it is, is 85% around the finance piece. And it should really be about the ultimate guide to how to finance your first home as opposed to buy your first home. Because the bits that take the time to learn about and to actually execute, which is the inspections, it's the due diligence, it's the pricing, it's the negotiation, those are often. 10%, maybe even 8% of that ultimate guide to buying your first home. And it's not enough. It, But the finance bit is awesome. So I, I think it's then being able to dig in and say, well, it isn't the ultimate guide to buy a house, but it is a great guide to the finance side of doing things. So, so from a free information point of view, that is really good as long as you're not thinking that that's going to give you the answer to the entire process. Yeah. It's such a good point. And I think too, what Australians often fall in the, the trap of is thinking that, well, this buying property gig, it should actually be easy because doesn't everybody know how to do it? It's, doesn't everybody do it? And everyone loves it. It's, <laughs> so some people do and uh, a lot of people don't. A lot, some people like your parents might think they bought one or two properties in their lifetime and how hard can it be? I did it. The reality is that you know, there's a lot of rhetoric around about the hardest thing is saving the deposit. And yes, it's the hardest in terms of time, right? But it's actually not the hardest in terms of the mechanics of actually finding a property, working out what it's worth, evaluating it and, and checking the due, all the due diligence, dealing with agents, negotiation. All of that stuff is very, very challenging and complicated. And what people find is that when they start doing it, it's only then that it dawns on them that, oh my God, I'm out of debt here. Because, and there is a lot of that rhetoric around, but it took me 12 years to save my deposits. <laughs> I thought that was the hardest thing. Yeah. And there's so much sacrifice that goes into that and so much trying to think outside the square. What else can I be doing? What is anyone else doing? Is there an easier, quicker, faster way to do this? Um, and, and, you know, that is a big, big piece of the puzzle. But as you say, so rightly, it is not the full story. And and I think that's that's the key thing is um, you, if you miss a piece of the puzzle, if you miss a step, then suddenly you're unstuck. You don't know what you don't know. And and, and I think that's the thing that we've always believed in, in wanting to share this knowledge with people is because you don't know what you don't know, you don't know if the information that you're looking on that's free, that's online, is the full picture. Because often the bit that is their area of expertise 
is extraordinarily good when you've when you've got something from an from an expert who really does know. Your really good information from a solicitor is I love receiving that kind of information because sometimes I go, oh yeah, I hadn't thought about it from that perspective. That's new to me. Or there's a change in the legislation. Oh, that's that's a great look at that. I'm going to investigate that a little bit further. But I know that's not the big picture because I know what you don't know. Yeah. And so when the detail is a bit thin on some of these really important aspects and, you know, as, as I said earlier, as Megan said earlier, when we we're researching what else is out there for first home buyers to learn this process, it's very, very thin on the ground. The actual detail, the mechanics of actually how to do this, and that's why we put together the program for you. But also you could listen to every single episode of this podcast and you could try to sort of pull the threads in and go, okay, well, they told us there's a pace system. There's 10 steps. We've told you what those te- 10 steps are. There's, you know, they fit into four four phases, which is preparation, um, action. Forgotten <laughs> now. Execution. Preparation. <laughs> no, it's preparation. just back from holidays. We forgive her completely. Hilarious. Preparation, action, commitment, execution, there are four phases and within those there's all the steps that you need to take. We've taught you ad nauseum about people who have tried to do it themselves, got the steps out of order, got themselves tangled up in a knot and then realise, oh, I get it. There's a framework here, there's a process, there's an order. It's very important to understand the steps and do them in order. All of that sort of stuff, right? We we went out looking to see what's out there and there's it's very light on. And so people will muddle along trying to do it themselves. And as I said, you could do listen to every single episode of this podcast and you could sort of build it out yourself. But honestly, what is your time worth for starters? We've done it for you, right? It's going to cost you $990 and it's done for you. You'd also, I almost guarantee you will save way more than $990 on the purchase, on what you negotiate. Because you will negotiate better with all armed all this information as well. And we know all the pitfalls because we've covered off on them for you because we know how to save you from making really big avoidable mistakes. And every lesson we share those rookie mistakes, don't we? Every yes. lesson in the course, we actually have some key rookie mistakes that we've seen people make. So in sharing that information, that's that's things that you can avoid. It's really about raising your awareness about things. So the mistakes that other people have made, gosh, what you can learn from that is incredible. So in summary, if you are doing a free course, yes, there's heaps and heaps of free information out there, this podcast included, right? You are going to be spending more time trying to work out whether it's comprehensive or not, trying to assess whether you've actually got all the steps covered or not, pulling all the information from different sources because nothing is comprehensive and a lot of it will be comprehensive about one aspect. So that might be the finance aspect, for instance. So it's going to either cost you in your own time or your own indecision because you won't necessarily be as confident moving forward because you will be wondering, have I covered everything? And do I know everything I need to know? You know, so these these are, I guess, false economies, if you like, and then even the confidence to move forward with an, with an offer and to work out what a property is worth, to work out whether that's the one you should go for, to work out whether you should ignore the noise of what the rest of the market is doing and, and move forward confidently. Those delays can cost you, but also just handing over money unnecessarily to agents can cost you. There's a lot of ways that you can save money by doing a course that is comprehensive, holistic, and put together by experts. 
Not to mention that every Wednesday there is an opportunity to actually ask us questions. Yes. Personal to you. Absolutely. Absolutely invaluable. Have we been guiding and coaching actually on their own process once they got to that point where they're finding properties that they really want to move on? That's exciting. We're there to help you every, literally every step of the way. You don't get that with a free course. <laughs> don't put that last bit in. I no, do. I think it's perfect. to end on. I reckon it's perfect. <laughs> and we should even leave this banter. <laughs> In this episode, we've only touched on a tiny part of the huge amount of things you need to know to become an educated first home buyer. There is so much more for you to do. You can learn all of the steps in the right order and avoid all of the mistakes that others have made in our 10-step online course for first home buyers. If you'd like to learn more about the right process and avoid making rookie errors, become an educated home buyer. Head over to the website, check out your first home buyer guide the course that we have created for you. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss an episode. And if you've liked what you've heard today, please give us an iTunes review. It helps other people find us. And of course, I know it's a bit cringy, but we're going to ask for five stars. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. We hope you've found this really useful. And if you have, please share the love with others who you know are in the same boat. We'll be back next week with more priceless stuff.